Well, folks, I have something very special for you today. I just got done doing a broadcast with a friend of mine, Alveda King. She's the niece of Martin Luther King, uh, the great civil rights leader and preacher and Christian, who, uh, who I think uh, would be with us right now, standing with us, standing with his niece in, uh, in resisting the darkness and, and overcoming it with the power of the age to come. And I want to give you this broadcast. I want you to see it in its entirety. So, uh, because they asked me a couple of questions and they kept on signaling me to keep talking. So I might as well just share with you what we said because there was a real anointing on this. And I don't want you to miss it. Now, people are asking me, uh, Brother Lance, what are you doing? And, and I really got to get a website set up. I've got my own website, obviously, lancewalnut.com. But I'm not always telling people what we're up to because I'm such a target of media on the left. Unlike a lot of preachers, the left knows um, that I mean to do them vast damage in bringing the kingdom of God to the United States. So they watch me so closely. I don't tell you or them what I'm up to. I just do it. But I want to be able to get you some resources. Uh, and you can get them at lancewallet.com forward slash open door for free. I'm giving this to our partners for your gift of any amount. Catch this, your gift of any amount. For those that are partnering with me, uh, you are authorized. God has given you an authorization to step into places that you might be afraid to go to, but you need to know you've got the authority of God behind you and an angel going before you, opening up a door. Secondly, the Mount Zion mantle. I looked at this teaching again, and I was infatuated with the revelation God gave me when I actually gave it. I'm going to give it to you for free. How to go up into the spirit realm, the year of that open door, the year of the higher perspective, the year when there's more than ever before and lots of adversaries. I'm going to give these to you, the Mount Zion mantle, and you are authorized, uh, both for your gift of any amount, and you can partner with me because we're going to go to seven states this year with signs, wonders, and old-fashioned Billy Graham-style revival, and we're going to rock the nation, and I need you to really go with me. Intercession, resources, prayer, attendance, finances, you can help. LanceWeller.com forward slash open door, and may God open a door for you. Let's go into this broadcast. So Lance, welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to, for being mm. with us today. Thank you. Oh, it's a joy to be with all of you. It's very exciting starting the year off with the four of you in the vision. Yes, yes. Let me ask you, we understand there are eight mountains. Tell us about those. The seven mountains. But then there's an eighth mountain. <laughs> there is an eighth mountain. bag. Oops. Did you let the cat out of the bag? Oops. Okay, well, look, look, look. She let the cat out of the bag. Okay, it's, tell it's us about okay. the seven and it's then tell okay. us about the eight. How's that? Well, you know, here's, here's the thing. I had a friend of mine right there from Georgia, um, Senator Mike Kratz. And this is the man who had died for 34 minutes, no heartbeat, went to heaven. And the Lord Jesus gave him a vision and he came back into his body and served for four uh, consecutive terms as state senator. And he and I worked together. And what happened was when he was in heaven, the Lord showed him a vision. And these, this vision was these islands that came up out of the ocean, islands where the people of God stood upon them and stabilized the environment in a time of great shaking. 
Now, what Mike and I taught is what he believed God showed him. The senator said, as I understood it, there were these particular mountains that came up, islands that came up out of the ocean that became great mountains. And the Lord said, those are seven world kingdoms. And, uh, and then one great mountain came up over all of them. And the Lord said, and that is the mountain of my kingdom, which is greater than all the kingdoms of this world. Then the Lord pointed to one, and it was the political mountain. Now, mind you, the man hadn't been in office yet. He's dead. But God spoke and pointed to one mountain, the government mountain, and said, and that is the mountain of government, and you are called to go there, but there must be agreement. At the moment that Mike yielded his heart to the agreement, boom, he went back into his body and proceeded to fulfill his destiny. Mm. And it goes to say something important. There is no such thing as death for a saint engaged in the call of God. As long as you're in the call of God, your greatest argument with death is an unfinished assignment. He hadn't finished his assignment, so he was put back into his body to finish it. Now, those seven mountains became a fascination for me because I only knew one of them was government. I uh, prayed about it and ran into Lauren Cunningham about two weeks later. Youth with a Mission, the guy that founded that. He said, Lance, did I ever tell you the time Bill Brighton I met? Campus Crusade for Christ. Youth, youth with a Mission. I'm Pentecostal. He's evangelical. We never talk to each other, but God gave us the same vision. He showed us seven areas in the world that if the church moved in, we could shake the nations. Boy. And he said, we met for lunch. And I pulled out a napkin, and he pulled out a piece of paper. And he said, Lauren... There's seven world kingdoms the Lord showed me. There's the kingdom, there's religion and academia and family and politics and journalism and entertainment and business. And then Lauren like, turned white. He pulled a napkin out. He'd been fasting and seeking God. And God said, my gosh, the Lord just showed me seven mind molders of culture Areas and realms that shape the minds of our culture. And they are the church, the family, schools, government, media, arts, and economics. Mm. And when they compared the two and God showed, all seven lined up exactly. Wow. The same thing that the senator saw, Mike Kratz, in his death, in, when he was out of his body, the Lord showed him. Now, I came and I heard that message and began preaching seven mountains because that's what I had heard. And I realized that, for the most part, the church doesn't go there. We go to what I would say is the church mountain, because the mountain of the Lord rules over all of it, the kingdom of God. But what I realized is the gates of hell operate at the top, at the summit of those mountains. And if we don't go up those mountains to penetrate the gates of influence, we can't complain when darkness covers the earth because the gates of hell will begin to shape the culture underneath the mountain. So I say shows like yours, rise up and go into media. Rise up and go into politics. Rise up and go into journalism. I'm part Jewish. My forefathers were told this, you will be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. The Abrahamic blessing that is on the church is the call to go up the hill of the Lord, and we're supposed to sit uh, at the gate and rule at the gate. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. We should be going up in these mountains, so we need business people to hear. Go up the mountain. 
Uh, go up the mountain of arts and make movies. Go up the mountain in journalism. And don't let the world tell you you can't be a Christian. You can't be a conservative or this or that. You realize that God's the one who blesses you, and what you bow to on the way up will own you at the top. Don't compromise. Amen. Well, Lance, I commissioned my friend Camilla Miles to do a picture with those seven mountains and then the mountain of God. You can find out more about that in Hebrews and different scriptures. So I've been exploring and finding out that everybody didn't even understand that these kingdoms, these mountains, we as Christians have authority and dominion. And we can actually occupy these mountains until Jesus comes back. So it's amazing that a lot of people hadn't heard. And what you said, we have dared with the show, The Vision. Some have a view, we have the vision to tell the truth and shame the devil. I need you to talk for a few minutes more about those. Can you name actually all seven? Yeah, and absolutely. People say, well, which one do I fit on? And sometimes you can skip across the mountains too. Uh, oh, I, I, I'll tell people. places, you understand. But can you name those seven, please? I will, and you're absolutely right. Sometimes God will show you. Well, I see that I'm going to be involved with a ministry. Well, I see I'm also going to be involved with a family. I've got a family. Well, wait a second. I also see I'm going to have a jet, and God's going to call me to business. Well, how can I do ministry and family? So what you got to do is you realize that sometimes you see these visions and glimpses of your future parallel, but you live them out vertical. In other words, you start here, and then God moves you to the next one, and then God moves you to the next one. And when you're done, you'll look back, and you may have jumped over and, and led three or four different careers in your life. Yeah. And you don't have to choose between being a Christian and being in ministry and being in business. This is the big mistake. Every Christian is an ambassador in the mountain they're called to. Yeah. Caleb, I was just thinking about this today. Caleb says... In, in Joshua chapter 14, he says to Joshua, I'm over 80, but God gave me a vision 40 years ago for a certain mountain. And Caleb says, therefore, give me my mountain. He wasn't asking for Joshua to do his job. He was asking for permission to go for the greatest call in his life when he was 80. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, the greatest call in your life, ladies, is right now. This is the hour God's giving you your mountain. Yeah. Yes, listen to this. When peripherals collide, convergence is imminent. And some people will say, do you have a kingly anointing? Do you have a priestly anointing? Mm -hmm. Well, there have been times in Bible history that a king could be a priest and a priest could be a king. So what Lance is saying is don't get this twisted. Don't get confused. Read your Bible and study and see where you belong. Lance, keep talking for a minute, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's put this together. I love what you said about when peripherals collide. So uh, here's the reality we have a royal anointing or a kingly anointing, and kings have domestic authority. They have authority in the affairs of this life, territory, power, and, and a certain uh, area of dominion. The priest has real estate in, a, in another sphere, spiritual life. The priest is able to go up into the spirit realm and bring down divine solutions. 
But in the New Testament, Jesus put together the most potent amalgam ever. He combined the, the kingly anointing with the priestly anointing. We are now a royal priesthood. Yeah. We go yeah. into each mountain with the authority of a king to occupy yeah. territory Ooh. and the authority of a prophetic priesthood to bring ourselves <laughs> into alignment with heaven and bring heaven down into the realm that we're invading. We are a Melchizedek priesthood. Uh -huh. Melchizedek in the Old Testament was both the uh, priest of God and the king of God. And the Bible says in Hebrews that Jesus is a priest according to that order. And he's raising up Melchizedek ministers in government, in journalism, in science, in technology. And you, the key is you don't do it alone. I will build my ecclesia, my ecclesia. Well, that refers to where two or more are gathered together. There I am. God says the four of you can become an ecclesia, <laughs> taking on any kind of realm you go into. Wow. Yes. Amen. Well, ladies, do you all have some questions? I'm doing too much talking. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> I'm just absorbing all of this. I, you know, I'm, I admit I was one of those people that didn't know about okay. the seven mountains. Okay. And so I am just intrigued and I'm just fascinated and I, I just want to know more. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel the same way. I was with you. I didn't really know about the Seven Mountains at all. And so this is like a, a, a class for me. It's education. You're telling me an awful lot that I didn't know. And I truly appreciate it. So the vision can be a classroom. Woo, I like that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And you know, I love, spot on, Lance. And I felt the anointing so strong as you're sharing and, and just the passion behind it. Because we are kings and priests. We are heirs to the kingdom. We are children of the most high God. And it's time, like you said, our alignment. God will give us those assignments, but we have to be in alignment with him. Talk a little bit about that, about being in alignment for our assignment. I, I love what you're saying. So have you ever had experiences where you walk into a certain environment and everything just flows? And, 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 and you look back on it and you see it as a divine appointment that God opened the door and, and you went through the door. Now, every, we wish every day was like that, but sometimes we go through open doors. Like Paul said, a great door and effectual is open unto me in Ephesus, and there are many adversaries. Sometimes we have adversaries in the flow of God, and that doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. But I want to talk about the alignment that God will confirm to your spirit that you're in the right place when you start to move in extraordinary favor, favor is one of the factors that indicates that God is bringing you into convergence, and that's the word I want to introduce, convergence. Convergence is when your career is overlapping with the predestined call of God. And when you step into the sphere that God assigned to you, the angels are there to open up the doors. The devils know who you are and you've got authority over them and favor marks your pathway. You have unusual influence and access when you're operating in the alignment of heaven and earth in the call of God. It's called the convergence zone. You put Lance, your finger right on it. we got a couple of more minutes. Fear not, repent, walk in faith, hope, and love. Give us a word on how to keep moving forward in 2024. Well, the word for 2024 is courage. Uh, and uh, the, the next word with that is discernment, because you are going to be in a blizzard of emotional and mental disinformation designed to confuse and manipulate you. You have to have discernment to cut through the blizzard 
And then you have to have courage to stand in the territory God is putting you in possession of. Anyone can bow the knee right now and have the crowd move past them. But that lone warrior who stands their ground, even though they may be taking an unpopular position, those are the ones who are going to have an increase of authority in 2025. Nobody quite knows what's happening this year, but what comes out of it is going to be those who are ascending their mountain. Mountain authority is going to be established this year by those that are discerning and those that are courageous. That is so awesome. Listen, we're going to take a quick break and watch Occupy. You, you've seen the song. You've heard it. And then we're going to wrap it up. Destiny will bring us back and take us out. Let's watch Occupy. We face a dangerous enemy And he knows his future He will be bound So in this short time while he's still free, we've got to weather this together. We've got to stand our ground. Stand firm. Be strong. The battle rages on, but the victory is won. Hold tight. Don't give up the fight. Jesus
Wow. Alveda wrote that song. How powerful. That was so powerful. I yes. felt that song. I'm over here like, yes, we get victory, <laughs> occupy. You know, God takes us from victory to victory, higher and higher, from glory to glory. And he wants us to occupy and he wants us to fulfill the call, as Lance was talking about. Lance, tell us, what is the Lord saying to you in this hour? Well, first of all, Alveda, I didn't know you wrote that song. I've heard yes, it. Yes, Lance. I mean, I heard it. You didn't, I, I mean, we were in church together and she played it, but I don't think she ever told anyone it was hers. I just thought you were no. edifying us. Powerful. It, it, well, you got a call on the music mountain right there. See? I do. I do. Thank you. Got you got it. Well, you know, the, what the Lord has been, been saying to me is what we're talking about right now. I mean... A lot of Christians are feeling, and appropriately so, a sense of anxiety. It's impossible to be a watchman on the wall and see the storm coming and act like it's not a storm. It is certainly a storm. We're heading into a year of absolute decision, and the warfare is raging. But I'll be honest with you, all the angels in heaven and every saint that ever lived would give anything they've got to trade for an opportunity to be in the Super Bowl. We're in the Super Bowl. And you feel the tension of the crowd and you feel the anxiety and consequence of the moment, but you gotta know there's a Super Bowl ring God has for you, there's a crown for you, and while you are having yet breath in your nostrils, you have the privilege of doing what every saint in heaven wishes they could do, play in the big game. All we got to do is stay humble, but stay bold because God, I, I got a feeling right now. Remember this, Saul was anointed by God. Everybody picks on poor King Saul. Well, Saul was God's first choice, but Saul didn't make it. David wasn't God's first choice, but he was somebody who was dear to the heart of God and for some reason ended up showing up and taking the place of God's chosen he was, he was number two. He wasn't number one. This is an hour, I really believe, when our motives are going to be directly linked to our promotion. If we're interested in visibility or fame or fortune, it's going to get in our way. We have to be interested in obedience to what the Spirit of God is telling us to do. And you're going to see many Saul's step aside and many David's get promoted and it's going to be a period of intense conflict because the shaking is designed to reveal an unshakable kingdom. And that is us. We're the unshakable kingdom. We cannot look shaken as the world is going through this. We have to look like we actually have uh, inside information. And that is that the kingdom of God is coming and we get to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the inside information is in the manual, by the way. Yeah. Yes. So you better get close right to this Bible and start reading it if you're not reading it. That's yeah. the truth. Oh, yeah. In a couple of minutes, we need you to pray us out because this is so exciting. Yeah. And uh, you got me stirred up. I'm stirred up. I'm stirred up. Come on. You know, as you were sharing earlier, you know, the Lord had said to me, and I just put a post out recently, He said, I'm ex getting you ready to expose the frauds. I'm exposing the frauds. And like you said, we're either on board with God. There is no lukewarm. You're either in or you're out. Like you said, you're either in the game or you're not. That really spoke to my spirit. That was so powerful because he just shared that word with me recently. And there are a lot of, like you said, motives. What, 
are you doing this for the Holy Spirit? Are you doing what he's called you to do? What, why, what is your why? Hey, I got to say this, because I, all of us have gotten awards. You have two less and all that. And I said, everybody says, well, award, celebrate, let's have a party. Not in the middle of a war. In a war, you can be honored, acknowledged, and commissioned to stay in the game because we are winning. So don't let the world distract you. Oh, we need to celebrate you. We need to, you know, and that's fine. I'm not saying, hey, we had a birthday, you know. And I I did want some cake, so that's okay. (laughs) But let's not be distracted by worldly situations. Mm -hmm. And, oh, come down off the wall. Let us celebrate you. Let us check on you. No, 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 no. We can be commissioned. We can be encouraged. We can be recognized among the body. But, uh, you know, who's going to be the greatest? Jesus is always going to be the greatest. We have to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and and the closer you get to the real news cycle, the more outrageous it gets. I mean, people, um, I don't really have a great respect for the Christians that say, well, I don't ever listen to any of that stuff. I just keep myself in a bubble with God, read the word, listen to worship. And you know, occasionally, like I do news. So they'll say, I watch Flashpoint and hear what you have to say, but I just basically ignore it. You know, you're, you're not living where they live if you're not a feeling what's happening to them. Lot was vexed every day by what was going on in the city around him. The Bible didn't fault him for that. It says he was vexed in his righteous soul. How can you pray with compassion and fervency if you don't feel what's going on in the world around you? But here's what the Lord, but but the Lord gave me a warning. He said, never let your vexation exceed your delight. Your delight must be in the word of the Lord and in the presence of God. If the vexation of the culture and the war ever is stronger than your delight in my word, then vexation will shape your spirit. I want you to be an ambassador that lifts people up, and I don't always do it, but I remember the admonition. The Lord said, let your delight in the Lord be stronger than your vexation with the news. Jesus, Dave, you got something, because he's got to pray us out. I I always wondered, uh, where would we be if people who actually said what you say, you know, I want to live in my own bubble, where would we be if the disciples were that way? They stayed in their own bubble, but Jesus said, no, you're going to go out and tell the world. So I think that's important that we as Christians do the same thing. We have to get out, we're in a battle. This is a war and we have to get out there. We've already won, we know that. Well, that should actually give us more incentive. Let's they, pray us out. I'll pray out, Alvita, but I gotta say, where would okay. we be unless a member of your family was willing to leave the pulpit to get involved with where the people were struggling wow. and wow. go out there and face the battle? We would still be stuck 20 years behind the progress we've made. So the church must occasionally set aside the pulpit to go into the political storm. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for these women and for all that are listening and watching that the zeal of the Lord of hosts will come upon them and that the government of God will be established strong on their shoulders and they'll be able to carry your presence your anointing, your boldness, your joy into every mountain they go into. Give them their mountains in Jesus' Jesus mighty name. Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you for spending time with us today, Lance. And 
just sharing your wisdom and, and all that God is doing in and through you and your ministry. And we're so grateful and thankful. Well, you ladies it. are an inspiration to me. When I saw you today and, and heard the laughter and saw the friendship and the love, my spirit <laughs> leapt. I said, well, someone's <laughs> taking the media mountain. Hallelujah. And it looks like the church. Praise the Lord. Uh, Thank you. We're thankful. We don't take it lightly. And we're, like you said, we're ambassadors of the Most High King. And it's an honor to be able to come to you and come to the world that we can sit at the table together and partake of the goodness of God. Uh, ladies, anything before we start to close? Any nugget or anything you'd like to share? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. We're good. I mean, Lance took us there. We're good. We chew yeah. on this the rest yeah. of the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. Well, how, how, how do I have a question for you? How do people find out more about you? I'm going to put this on my channel. I'm going to broadcast this oh, to all my audience. Okay. So, how do people find out about the, the vision? How can they follow you? Let's put the, the website on the screen www.thevision.com. No, the Vision TV Show. The Vision TV Show. www.thevisiontvshow.com. Yes, I just put that on the have it on the screen. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. We just rolled out our website, so thank you for that, Lance, and our social media pages, and please follow us there. And and remember, some have a view, but we've got the vision. That was an unusual broadcast we just did. I mean, I got to tell you something. I was sitting here in the office and uh, the studio here, and I was feeling a little bit like, well, I hate to say it, but it was almost like a little bit of fatigue. And we're waiting for a link to come through. You know, sometimes you get to hurry, 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 and then delay, delay. You live like that. You know, you're, you have to get to an appointment. And you're stuck in traffic. Sometimes you just got to put your hands up and go, well, Lord, you're in control. Am I going out and coming in? And then when that show started, boom. Instant clarity, instant presence. And I want to pray for you right now that the Spirit of God, as we prayed on that show, is going to linger in the place that you're at right now. Father, I pray that you will begin to mark and demarcate automobiles, offices, bedrooms, living rooms, spaces that will become sacred for the next 12 to 24 months that you're going to teach us, Lord, how to occupy the atmosphere we're in so that your presence is able to permeate the chatter and the static and the noise of the spirit realm and bring the great shalom and calm of heaven and the symphony of triumph into our hearing. Brothers and sisters, it's Super Bowl time. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Remember, lancewoman.com forward slash open door. Get the products I want to get to you and partner with me for this next year. Talk to you tomorrow. God bless. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.